You're listening to Talk Cricket, the social justice and comedy podcast. I forgot what this was for a second. I almost <laughs> said program. <laughs> the social justice and comedy podcast where two friends laugh, cry, and rage about an unspeakable subject. While enjoying adult beverages. My name is Kay. And I'm Carrie. And we're going to take our shot of tequila now. So They're one, th- two. The cutest, tiniest little bottle. So yeah. one, two, three, go. Heads up. Oh, that wasn't too bad. The lime is helpful, though. Oh. <coughs> okay, are you okay? That was a little harder to get down. It went slow because it was going down a bottleneck, yeah. Mm-hmm. We had tiny, and tiny bottles of tequila that we got for a wedding. And then forgot to and then, take. Well, we were busy. <laughs> yeah. We were too busy. Yeah. Mm. And I was... A little tipsy the first part of the morning because I had three mimosas and a bottle of wine. Oh my god! I was nervous. <laughs> I was fucking nervous. That's and fair. it was a long day. It was a long day. Oh my god. I was completely was, sober by the time I went home. It was but. a beautiful day once it all finally came together, but it was definitely stressful. Mm-hmm. So, woo! Happy for you, Kita. Love you yes. so much. You and Mike are going to be amazing together and... We're just so happy we get to be a part of your day. Yes. So, yay. And I loved hearing your vows. I, I had already gotten to read both of their vows because they know. had me proofread them. And it was it was so cool. They were like, beautiful. That's it, when I cried. <laughs> I cried when she was coming down the aisle. And then I started ugly crying when they started with the vows. And they were... They were even more beautiful red than they were mm-hmm. when they sent them to me. And it oh was my just... gosh, yes. She was crying so yeah. hard. I was so my happy My favorite was though. like when she said something like, oh, it's fine. Like when I turn 30, if I haven't found anyone, I'll just get another cat. And then yeah. she met Mike and you had a cat. <laughs> <laughs> my sweet baby son. <laughs> it was so cute. They and she so got a cute. cat and a dog. And I remember her making those jokes, too. I remember her literally saying, if Mm -hmm. I'm single by the time I'm 30, I'm getting another Mm -hmm. cat. She met Mike when she was 30, and she got a cat and a dog. Yes. And now they have five beautiful animals. Yes. and Their little family is just so cute. Yes. They're so cute together. Yes. I also couldn't cry during the ceremony because I was trying to remain standing. (laughs) I was in so much pain (laughs) because not only was my dress really uncomfortable, all of us were in like, don't buy your bridesmaid's dress off Amazon. Um, (laughs) We were all in so much pain, like our ribs were in so much pain from how tight they had to be just to stay up because they had no fucking structure in them. Mm -hmm. But also I had been on my feet because I also not only helped set up, but I did everyone's makeup. So I was yep. literally, like, at one point, Crystal was like, you can sit down. Sit down for a second. And I was yeah. like, okay, thank you. I'm so sorry. Because <laughs> I'd been on my feet for, like, three hours straight, hunched over people's faces. Yeah. Because <laughs> the world disappears, like, when I do makeup, which is part of why I wanted to. Like, that's mm-hmm. my zen. And, you know, oh, my God. <laughs> So by the time I got and my shoes were awful. So by the time I got up, they were like shitty Walmart flats with yeah. no support in them at all. And we were outside, of course. So by the time I got up to the aisle it, and I stopped moving finally, like it all hit me at once. And like oh. my hips, my knees, my feet, my back. I was just like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Smile. It's so beautiful. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh. 
<laughs> get through it. Their arch was so beautiful. It was. It was gorgeous. The whole thing was beautiful. Yeah. It was great. It was great. Yes. And their photographer was amazing. Oh, yeah. That was so fun. Um, they had I, some great pictures. Yeah. I still look awful in all the you pictures. You do not look awful. <laughs> I hate my face is part of the problem. You hate your face? Yeah. Well, yeah, you look upset. That's why. In the pictures. Oh, I didn't mean to. <laughs> I just, because I know you, I can yeah. tell that you, you're upset because of how stressful everything was that day and all yeah. of that. Like, I can tell that you're just like, uh. <laughs> 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 You want to know the trick to taking a good picture? What? Acting. You have to feel joy inside of you <laughs> and smile. <laughs> if you fake smile, it looks bad. <laughs> That's why I take the best pictures of you when you're not paying attention. (laughs) (laughs) Anytime you fake a smile, you're like... (laughs) I'm like Chandler. Yes, for real. You're like Chandler. You're just like... (laughs) Hey, he's my drowning moron. (laughs) This is supposed to say lucky lucky couple engaged, not local woman saves drowning moron. (laughs) (laughs) it was a long day you had been up since like five too because you like just woke up well the pups woke me up yeah i'd been house sitting all weekend Mm. i'd been working i've been working a lot and i was stressed i was nervous and uh, the dogs woke me up at 5 a.m. because they bamboozled me into thinking that they needed to go out. And I'd much rather them trick me than pee in the bed. Oh, for sure. So, <laughs> I, I, I got up, I took them out, and then they got back on the bed and one of them was just licking Oh, constantly yeah, I remember that, yeah. For 10 minutes. And I was like, fuck it, why even go back to sleep? <laughs> I'm awake now. <laughs> fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> oh, God, I was so pissed when she just kept licking. I was like, please, for the love of God, stop. Stop it. She's so cute, though. Is oh, my she? God. She oh was, just, like, God, burrowing was. next to me. She was yeah. really sweet. And then I fell back asleep. Yeah. Well, I tried to fall back asleep. I was in and out. Yeah. But... Yeah, it was, it, I laid down for a while, and, like, I was kind of asleep, and then finally it was 6.45, and I was like, I might just fucking well get up. Just get up. I wish I had that kind of motivation. I'm just like, I'll at least enjoy the comfort (laughs) of knowing that I'm in bed, (laughs) and I don't have to get up. (laughs) I just love being in bed so much. That's fair. I was also on my period, and. Oh, yeah, you were in a way. Yeah, I was. It was not good. Yeah. You were in a bad way. It was a long weekend. It it was so worth it, though. Yeah, it was. It was so worth it. She was, was. so beautiful, and mm-hmm. he was so ha- He was in so many tears, which was just super yeah. cute. They're just so cute together. And they're and, my best friends. Yeah. Like, I love them both so much. I wish them nothing but the best. Yeah. Uh, and I'm so happy that I got to be a part of both of their days. It oh, was, for sure. It was really cool to be a groomsmaid mm-hmm. because, you know, not only do I get to see everything that's going on behind the scenes mm-hmm. with the groom, but I also got to be in with the bride. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was really cool. And I was doing just a little bit of everything, yeah, which is something everywhere. that I like. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm very busy. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't stop moving like that. I'm not that kind of person, Mm -hmm. especially when I know something is going on and things need to get done. So I'm constantly moving and being like, what else can get done? Mm -hmm. What can I do? What do you need me to do? Like, I was really happy that I got to be there for her, too, because like I know how she is and I know (laughs) that she won't stop either. So it was nice that I have the experience of being a bride Mm -hmm. and being that way, too. And so I knew like, hey, let's not start cleaning up. Let's get you out of the dress. Come on. Yeah. Let's go do this first. Come on. Yeah. Come on. And she was like, oh, okay. Because she like, couldn't bend over. So she yeah. was like trying to reach for things. And I was like, oh, Kita, stop it. Let's, let's go. Let's get you out of Come the dress. Come on. Let's go upstairs and then we can keep doing this. Oh, my God. I did, I did take a break for a second, though. And like I got on Tumblr and the first thing that popped up were pictures of wedding gowns and I fell in love with them I've saved a few because I actually like (laughs) I want like I found the dresses that I want like the style that I want and I didn't think I wanted that at first but Mm -hmm. now like I'm in love with it they're gorgeous I'll have to show them to you later that's how mine was I didn't Mm -hmm. think I was a ball gown person and then all the ones I was pinning were big poofy ball gowns (laughs) see I thought I was a ball gown person and then I saw these um let me pull it up real quick it was just so fun I loved it. it. Was. Hang on. I'm going to go grab my drink because I left that outside too. Oh. Because I suck. <laughs> oh. oh, goodness. Well, we're not talking about weddings today. Even though we wish we were. We wish we were talking fun. about weddings because it's fun though. But <laughs> <sighs> today we're having a a really fun episode. I'm yes. really, really excited. Me okay. too. I got inspiration like the second that I got into town and I was like, that's it. I mean, that's how things like this go though yeah things that are amazing give you inspiration yes so um well (laughs) the negative thing that we're going to talk about in relation to them doesn't give you inspiration but (laughs) i I told seth what we were we were talking about let's announce it let's announce it okay so tonight today (laughs) whatever we are talking about the The orgasm orgasm gap I'm so excited. I know, me too. I had a coworker look over my shoulder while I was doing my notes today, and he was like, orgasms? And I was like, oh, God, I'm on break. Don't look. (laughs) Yeah, I probably got flagged. (laughs) I was at a coffee shop in Central City doing my notes. At the cutest coffee shop of all time. On their Wi-Fi. And there were a bunch of, like teen girls in there and i'm just like hiding my computer (laughs) screen (laughs) like please don't look at what i'm searching yeah i'm probably on the list that's (laughs) that's not the worst thing we've looked up yeah no at all no i used my work computer for it so (laughs) we're in the we're in the same boat boat. cheers (laughs) cheers it shouldn't have felt dirty because you know what sex is real and it happens but it's beautiful yeah but i told i told seth what we were talking about Mm -hmm. and he's like yeah how come you get like five and i get one and i was like shut up that's not what we're talking about evolution (laughs) oh that's the gap (laughs) oh my god (laughs) he's adorable okay so Mm -hmm. um I <laughs> spilled my drink everywhere. So let's talk about sex, baby. Yay, let's Let's do it. talk about you and me. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Do you know the next part of the verse? No. Let's talk about sex. <laughs> That's it. You don't know that song? That's it. That's the song. No. 
Oh my god, you've got to watch Pitch Perfect. Jesus Christ. That's also a real song. Yeah, well, um, I'm sure. Like, on the radio. I mean, all songs are real, but like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I haven't, I haven't ever heard it. I, and I need to watch Pitch Perfect. Yes, just... you do. You can borrow all of my copies. Okay. Okay. But you have to watch everything else I've given you first. Oh, I know. They're, <laughs> they come with me everywhere, and I have good intentions to watch them, and then I get busy. But now that and I'm then you out watch of... the office. <laughs> yeah, because I need it yeah, that's for fair. stability. But now that I'm done with weddings, I can... Yeah. We can relax. Yeah. Yay. I'm not done with weddings, but it's fine. The next uh, one's going to be super chill. So. I've been into this year as well. Oh, <laughs> that's right. I forgot about and your other one. Yeah. I've been in weddings since, like, <sighs> January. Blah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god! So I've Yuck. had all this over my head all year. Plus, oh my school. god, yeah. So I've been um, stressed. Yeah. So let's talk about the de-stressor. <laughs> yeah. The best de-stressor of all time. Oh my god, yes. And how people aren't having them. <sighs> all <Which> right. <is laughs> You're like very and detrimental I, to your health. It is. Yes. Okay. So uh, I found all of my research. Though I did cross-reference everything, and I checked their sources, and everything lined up, and it was all stuff I would have done anyway, so cool. high five. Yay. Um, it was just really well written. So um, this is an article from Medium.com, of all places. Oh, um, and nice. It's, it was written in 2017. Okay. So, Recent. Um, yeah. So the orgasm gap is a term coined fairly recently, and um, it refers to the disparity of orgasms within heterosexual relationships. Yes. What do we mean by that? We mean, so recent research showed that heterosexual women tend to have fewer orgasms than their male partners. Yeah, because it's a little easier for males to orgasm and they don't. Well, generally, tend once, to the spend dude, once the dude comes, it's over. Yeah, and they don't tend to spend as much time on the woman. That's true. I got a good one, but. Um. Yeah, you did. I got a good one, too. We've also been together for seven years. Yeah. So <laughs> things taper off. You get lazy. Yeah. Which and is then not you fair. Say so and yeah. And then you say something like, well, it's hard to make you come. And then I say, well, you know what? As sexy and hot as it is for you to turn your face away from me and close your eyes <laughs> and rub me on the shoulder. And rub me on the shoulder. <laughs> weirdly, that doesn't get me turned on. <laughs> <laughs> sure once you if you put in an effort and then you can and, and i still don't come then you can tell me it's difficult yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god. god so many talks <laughs> communication is key in a marriage he's concentrating all right honey I'm going to need you to concentrate by looking at me, please. <laughs> oh, God. You're not helping my body shame. Okay. <laughs> you have a great body. Shut up. No, I don't. I have a literal gut after this weekend. It's been disgusting. Nothing fits me anymore. Literally nothing. Not even the, the clothes I bought when I gained weight so that I could have cheap clothes to wear while I lost weight. Girl. Nothing fucking fits me. It's bad. So, everything's tight. <laughs> Both of us gained so much weight this weekend. We did. Um, so, 
researchers at the Ch- at Chapman University who led the study and, were, and questioned more than 52,000 people found that this orgasm gap narrows and even disappears in gay relationships. Ah! Interesting. What? That's fascinating. <laughs> I wonder why. It also completely makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because if you're of the same gender, you understand that gender's needs a little better. Yeah. <laughs> There's you know where the G-spot is. Yeah. And you know what you like. You just do that to them and you're done. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Um, when, they asked the pe- when they asked people if they, n- quote, nearly, quote, unquote, nearly always or, quote, unquote, always experienced orgasm, 86% of lesbian women said yes. Huh. That's why we're bisexual. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the fi- that's not why, but you know. <laughs> I, <was making laughs> I know. <a> joke. <laughs> uh, these figures vary depending on the study. Um, there are a couple more cited in this Psychology Today article where research with college age stu- college age subjects found that only thirty nine percent of heterosexual women orgasmed most of the time, compared to ninety six percent of men. Jesus, yeah. that's a sixty. That's a sixty something percent gap. It's huge. Um, I'm also going to say that that 4% of the men that don't come are the guys that get, like, whiskey dick or something. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or they're figuring out that they're gay or something, you know, like. Yeah. And I'm going to say that the number's so low in college people because a lot of people lose their virginity when they go to college. And Mm -hmm. so, like, sometimes you think you're having an orgasm until you have a real orgasm. And then you're like, oh, let's do this every time. Every time (laughs) this is happening now. Do this every time. (laughs) (laughs) And do that exact thing. And they stop doing the exact thing. And you're like, no! (laughs) Repeat it. (laughs) Remember what you did last time? Do all of those things. (laughs) (laughs) Don't stop. That does not mean stop. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was reading that in some of the articles that I was finding. And I was like, that's fucking Oh, my God, right? Or they, like, sometimes when... Uh, sometimes when you're having sex with a dude and you're like about to get there and they hear that you're about to get there and so then they change what they're doing and you're like no (laughs) you have to keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over again or i won't get there don't change (laughs) what you're doing it's clearly working now i have to get used to this other thing you were you're doing and find the right the right sensation again (laughs) if any men are listening that's the secret you do one thing over and over and over and over again in the exact same way until she screams at the exact same pace and the exact same angle (laughs) don't add anything else you'll distract her (laughs) when she's about to come don't stick your finger in her ass (laughs) that is a distraction (laughs) you can't do anything distracting (laughs) i mean unless you're into that yeah, I mean, that's, no, I'm like, just, no, <laughs> like, I'm down, like, I like to party, but, like, don't do that as I'm about to come. Uh, <laughs> yes, Don't that, distract I, me. I also meant, like, if you're a fan of edging, we're not yucking your young. Oh, no, like, that's, that's not what we're talking about, though. Yeah. We're not talking about edging. We're talking about orgasms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different topic. Yeah. That I don't understand, but whatever. Uh, you do you. Yeah. You do you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I like to be satisfied. So, um, 
Okay, so the numbers usually vary by by this uh, usually vary by study, but the fact remains: Hetero- heterosexual men are having far more orgasms than the women they're sleeping with. So what gives? Why are straight women having fewer orgasms? We've collected some great resources on the subject of the orgasm gap, why it exists, and whether there's anything we can do about it. See why I picked this? It's perfect. Yeah. (laughs) Why reinvent the wheel? Exactly. I love it. Okay. So, uh, so why is there an orgasm gap? You may be asking yourself. (laughs) Why? I want to know. I would love to know too. (sighs) Cause I'm sick of it. (laughs) (laughs) You want to hear about the hot sex I had last night? No, I don't. (laughs) No, I was repeating you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh god um so here it is you ready mm-hmm. female pleasure is considered less of a priority yeah the first explanation for the orgasm gap is that female pleasure is too often seen as just a bonus oh my god that's rude it's so rude that's fucking rude. There are two people needed why, to tango. Like. Right? This is why I won't date after we break up. If, <laughs> if we break up. Sorry. Like, after if anything were to happen, if you were to die or we were to break up for any reason, I would just uh-huh. be like, no, sorry. Me and my vibrator are now married. That's it. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> of this right here. Yeah. Um, Not entirely necessary for sexual activity, but if it happens, that's great. Understandably, this doesn't mean we should just shrug off the orgasm gap as unimportant. Rather, that we need to examine why female pleasure is so often sidelined. Yeah. So, I'm sure... I mean, whatever. You haven't had, like, super bad sex with a dude ever. Well, well, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, I I could... No, I'm just saying, like, I don't... I'm jealous. Because, like... (laughs) I've had satisfactory sex with two dudes of the five I've been with. (laughs) I just, I happened to get lucky. You really did. Get the fuck out. Okay, so um, in her incredible... (laughs) To be be fair, I did deserve that. That's fair. Yeah, no, I get it. No, you totally did. I'm just jealous. (laughs) Uh, when it's good, like when Josh is on point, though, he is on point. Let me tell you, it's just hard when you're trying to have a kid and then you got to do it like five times in a row or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like in yeah. a week, it's like okay, like I'm tired. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, 30. Do we really have to? I've been at work all day. Uh, <laughs> your your friend is coming over in 45 minutes. <laughs> it's too much pressure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Then you can't do it. It's like trying to pee when someone else is in the bathroom exactly. as well. Um, so in her incredible TED Talk, Peggy Orenstein offers insight based on interviews with young women aged between 15 and 20. One of the things that struck her when she was interviewing young women about sexual pleasure was just how little focus they themselves put on it. Many of their interviewees talked about sex, especially especially first-time sex, as something to be endured or got over with, rather than something to enjoy. Yeah. I'm going to guess, though, I'm going to take that with a grain of salt. Because 15 to 20, men are not good the first 
time they do it either. Like, it's like two minutes and it's over. You know what I'm saying? It's not. Yeah. When you're 15, like, who's having an orgasm when they're sleeping with someone at 15 unless you're also sleeping with, like, a 20-year-old who's also experienced? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. which is gross. But, you know. Yeah. Okay, 20 is not that bad. Okay. Well, 20 like, and it's 15. Gross. It is. It's gross. But, like, it's not like he's 50. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, I know. That's... I I was just trying to think of something, you know, like who would yeah. have more experience and still be somewhat acceptable. <laughs> yeah. Not an 18 year old. Um, so, you know, there's that. And until you, and, and so, so much shame is put on masturbating and stuff like that. And at mm-hmm. that point you're so insecure. You just want the rumors to get started that you're good at it. You know, yeah. like that's all you want. So mm-hmm. it's not, we're so busy thinking externally when we're that age. I think that that could be part of it. Yeah. You know? Are you okay? Yeah. I just have to... You need to move? Resituate, yeah. Yeah. And probably need to take the ice off. Yeah. Okay. Ice and then relax and then ice and then relax. Yeah. Ooh, sciatic is fun, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's best. <laughs> That's what 20 years of helping lift a 400-pound woman's going to do to you. Woo! Ooh. Okay, a human forklift. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> so many... Uh, okay, I already read that. My bad. Okay. I mean, I certainly didn't super enjoy it the first time I did it or the second time even but I mean we were both so inexperienced that I mean we were both virgins so it was like what do we even do the first time I was making out with someone I was waiting for it to be over yeah it was just it was awkward yeah and I and I had never been that intimate with anyone and it was just yeah, that's how it was with me the first time, too. It freaked me the fuck out. Yeah. Freaked me out. And, like, he w- he kept saying stuff like, oh, I think you're perfect, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, we're 15. <laughs> we're 15. <laughs> I'm not perfect. Why would you say that? Like, <laughs> I just was like, I mean, okay. Like, <laughs> I don't know. And, of course, I was so deeply insecure and depressed. I was like, no, I'm not perfect. That's what my mom tells me every day is that I'm not perfect. Why would you tell me something I know to be false? <laughs> you know, just my poor head is so mean. And I I just was so embarrassed all the time. Like, I just, yeah. ugh. And I couldn't figure out why. And, <laughs> you know, I just, ugh. Yeah. Sexuality is confusing. Yep. I thought he was so cute and I was so embarrassed that he liked me back. And... <laughs> i feel that and i just wanted to run away and hide when he walked in the room that's how i flirt (laughs) i hope you really enjoy me hiding in the corner i'm just gonna run away i'm gonna steal your sweatshirt and run away like (laughs) didn't that there was an episode of mfm that were uh of my favorite murder where karen was talking about how she used to flirt and she was like when i like georgia told some beautiful story and she was like when i was 15 i grabbed it i grabbed the guy i liked letterman jacket and locked myself in the back seat of a car and wouldn't get out (laughs) (laughs) and i was like you're adorable (laughs) that's precious i I love you so much that's why we're soulmates okay (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, So, the key point is that when we talk to young people about sex, the lack of focus on sexual pleasure often impacts women more than men. And honestly, like, I think it's because of lack of education. It's the way that our society puts less value on women and makes it less, it makes it 
less acceptable for women to enjoy sex. Yeah, because women are, like, having grown up in the Bible Belt and mm-hmm. the little sex ed that I had. Oh, my God. We were Which scared. Was like nothing Yeah, for well, me. well, we were scared. Like, they scared us. They were like, mm-hmm. the first time you have sex, you're going to get pregnant. Yeah. And you're going to be alone for the rest of your life. And... <laughs> Don't have sex. Yeah. Because you will get chlamydia. <laughs> and you and will die. die. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have sex in the missionary position. Don't have sex standing up. <laughs> Just don't have sex. Promise? <laughs> okay, everybody take some rubbers. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, God, <laughs> oh, oh fuck i but, was watching I mean, and they uh, they do sorry i interrupted you go ahead uh, i was watching an episode of i didn't know i was pregnant mm. and this this couple my favorite trashy television show <laughs> yes <laughs> they were like 16 and oh, no. the guy the guy told the girl's dad that they thought <laughs> that if you had sex standing up you couldn't get pregnant no <laughs> I mean, I kind of get it because gravity. Yeah. But no, you're so fertile when you're young. Like, yeah. <laughs> no. But it was it was such a sweet episode. Like the the That's dad. So funny. Yeah, the dad could tell like how nervous the kid was, and he just mm. went up to him and gave him a hug. And he was like, we'll figure it out together. Like, it's, it's fine. There's the like, whole thing, like, you can't have, you if you have sex in a hot tub or something, like, yeah. it kills the sperm. And, like, none of that's fucking true. No. And they also did the whole thing where, like, I don't know, like, in ch- I think I know we've talked about this before, but, like, in church and stuff, it was always, like, now don't let men think that they can have sex with you. And, like, I don't know. There's just a lot. There was so much shame around it. And so much, like, all they want to do is fuck you. And, like. Yeah. It's just. It but, makes it made me so distrustful, and it 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 really poisoned some of my relationship or, or my my marriage a lot actually because yeah. once things settle, you're like, oh my god, he doesn't love me anymore. I'm fat and disgusting. He doesn't yeah. look at me all the time. He doesn't always want to fuck me. Like, what am I doing wrong? Like, that's just such a horrible thing to tell people. Yeah, and like the. The thing that was drilled in my head was, like, men only want one thing. And, like, yes. they're not, not going to love you anymore. And also, like, the the whole thing when I was younger was don't ever be alone with a guy yes. after dark. Yes. And I was like. Because that's when they get horny. Yeah. And I was like, mm, that's not true. Oh, I wish I'd known it wasn't true. But I was also <laughs> into it. So yeah. I was really torn up because I was like, I shouldn't want this, but I just want it. Yes. All I want is for you to put your hand in my pants. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so our very definition of sex are, are usually are very, oh, sorry. Our very definitions of sex are usually skewed towards penis and vagina sex with male orgasm as the end goal. So most children grow up thinking that sex begins and ends with an erection and or it begins with an erection and ends in ejaculation, which is not fucking true. If you're, if you finish before me, you better fucking help me finish. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You couldn't hold it in because I'm just that good. Yeah. But, but you're going to have to help me. But how about you reward me <laughs> for my skills? <laughs> um, the narr- That narrative has little room for female pleasure during heterosexual sex, which is which is very true. And um, I don't know. It just... <sighs> Ugh. 
I hate that. Like I've had, I mean, I'm just going to open up. He doesn't listen to this. So like, like we've had to have talks about that because, you know, sometimes when we get busy, like we may only have sex once a month, you know, Mm -hmm. because we've got so much shit going on and we're tired. Yeah. You know, and we just are like, oh my God, I just want to go to sleep. So like, you know, when it's that long in between, his endurance goes down. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, if we're only going to have sex once a month, you're going to fucking make it count. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you have to make it good, honey. Yeah. Because <laughs> this ain't cutting it. <laughs> and I'm going to turn into a witch. Mm-hmm. Like a monstrous evil witch. <laughs> if my vibrator is doing a better job than you're doing, we're having a problem. Exactly. Exactly, Dr. Phil. So, <laughs> um, so, and here's an, okay, so here's the next one. Next reason. Female pleasure is difficult or impossible to achieve. Myth, of course. Mm-hmm. This explanation appeared to surface as early as 2009 when Susie Bright, working as an advice columnist for Jezebel, received frequent emails from women who found it difficult to achieve orgasm. The pressure on them to have an orgasm was a, was having a serious side, seriously negative effect, making it less likely that they would actually achieve one, and in effect, choosing to give up on trying it all. Can I tell a funny story? Yes. Quick anecdote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one time, <laughs> we were doing it, and Josh was trying to be hot, uh-huh. and he goes, come for me, baby, and I was like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like... He was like, I was just trying to be, I was just being sexy. And I was like, oh, I thought you were like telling me to get it done already. Like, (laughs) it totally threw me off. Yeah. I was just like, what? (laughs) How dare you tell me when to have an orgasm? (laughs) How dare you boss me around? I will do it when I am good and ready. completely threw me off i didn't nothing was right after (laughs) i was just like all right well the mood's ruined oh (laughs) sorry (laughs) it was really funny oh (laughs) he still says things it's not like he was traumatized forever jesus he's not a bunny oh i know god i feel too bad for him that was funny (laughs) it was really funny oh lord um (laughs) excuse me what (laughs) seriously i got relevant i didn't even mean to i just was like what you immediately dried up (laughs) yeah i really did i was like uh sorry i'm not this isn't getting done fast enough for you (laughs) oh god we were not in a good place when that happened so that's part of why i was immediately offended but yeah it's whatever rocky rocky patches happen we're past it we're in a good place now it is what it is you grow yeah you grow together i don't know why that reminded me i had the weirdest dreams last night i'll have to tell you about them later but they they, they just came to me randomly did they yeah <laughs> okay so here's another one you ready uh-huh heterosexual men don't know how to give women orgasms which is kind of fair <laughs> That's um fair we won't tell them yeah you know what i started doing mm-hmm. telling him and it helped didn't it yeah you you know when i started doing that when three weeks ago <laughs> 
kiss my neck kiss my chest <laughs> blow on my stomach run your hands up my legs oh look at me <laughs> <laughs> for god's sake look me in the face act like you want to do this <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I didn't say that. But, you know, the kiss my neck part and just like tell them. Yeah. Wait till you're in the moment. Whisper it hot and heavy in their ear. Put your finger in my butt. Whatever, <laughs> you know, like whatever yeah. gets you there. Yeah. Like just tell them. That's all they want. Yeah. Most of them. If you get a good one, mm-hmm. they, they, they want to know how to make you, how, how to get you there, you know? And sometimes you're together for seven years, things get casual, and then you have to remind them. <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah. You're allowed to tell them what to do. And if they're mad at you for that, then fuck them. Yep. But not literally. <laughs> but not literally. Go fuck your vibrator instead. Yes. But fuck them. You say, fine, I'll take care of it myself. <laughs> um, okay. So um, as Peggy Orenstein points out in her te- to- TED Talk, um, the diagrams which young people are shown in sex ed, if they're shown any, to illustrate the cisgender female reproductive system are usually focused on the internal parts meaning we learn about like reproduction in general we don't learn about sex Mm -hmm. is the difference because people think it's dirty yep and abstinence only ever forever (laughs) the death of the human race but have babies what i'm sorry what (laughs) it's such a mixed fucking message no wonder we're all so goddamn crazy yeah okay i need more wine (laughs) i'm upset how come your mom goes from sex is bad to when are you going to give me grandkids? For real though! <laughs> For real though! Oh my god. That was a tweet. I oh my god, I love it. it. That's yeah. awesome. Yes, because that is exactly how it happens for yeah. most of us. Oh my God, probably not for the next generation because we're all going to be like, so this is what happened to us. You're going to learn about stuff because sex is awesome. Yep. Also, be whatever you want. <laughs> Wear a dress. <laughs> Wear pants. Wear a construction cap. Play with baby dolls. I don't give a shit. <laughs> just let me have my wine. Yeah, just let me have my wine. <laughs> don't treat me like shit. I won't treat you like shit. And let's just get through life together. Yep. Woo! I'll give you reason to respect me. Mm-hmm. Because I respect you. Exactly. Exactly. Also, trust is earned. All right. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> All right, so we have all the answers, don't we? Yeah, we do. We're totally parents, and we know everything. Okay. This is the church of Talk Crooked. It is. And, and this we've... is how you raise your children, even though neither of us have one. Woo! <laughs> raise your glass. All right. So, um, <laughs> um, so we they mainly, they focus on the internal parts. They, they show you pictures of, like, ovaries, the uterus, fallopian tubes, all of that. Um, because that's what you need in sex ed because you don't learn that again in health or bio biology yeah jeez what you need in sex ed is how to be safe and how to have a fucking orgasm yeah (laughs) and how to prevent pregnancy that's it that's Mm -hmm. all you need and you need to learn the real words for everything down there yes just in case something god forbid happens to you yeah my kids and the court, are gonna use the right words yeah and the court can't throw that shit out because you said cookie instead of vagina exactly well if he touched your cookie that's not really a it's not lawbreaker yep yep all right so rarely are they shown diagrams of external genitals but to include clitor the clitoris or clitoris sorry clitoris. i don't know why i said clitoris <laughs> clitoris the clitoral hood, labia minora, and, ma- la- and majora. 
Probably, I mean, I will give them this, though. If you showed them a picture of an actual vagina and then to- talked about how to make it feel good, you'd have a room full of boners. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's <True>. be real. <laughs> and also, side note, everybody, not all vaginas look the same. No, they don't. And that's okay. Your doctor can tell you when there's a problem. Yeah, we touched on this in the gynecology episode yeah. we did a few ba- a few back. I don't remember what mm-hmm. the title was, but we talked about that, about how everyone's labia is different. It, your vagina is like a fingerprint. Yeah. They're all unique snowflakes, and there is no reason to be ashamed of anything. And, and your doctor you- can tell you if there's a problem. So mm-hmm. make sure that's another where we have to make sure we go to the doctor, let yep. somebody look at it, and then say, mm, that's not supposed to look like that. Let me fix that for you. Yeah. And then you're good. And girls, if you have trouble getting a tampon in, or mm-hmm. if it hurts, if anything goes near it, go to the goddamn doctor there's, and make them listen to you. Yes, there's there's surgery for that. Mm-hmm. As I learned when I was 22, and I wish I had learned that when I was 14. Yes! Yes, queen. <sighs> yeah. And also, parents, listen to your kids. For God's sakes, yes. My mom never <laughs> listened to me either. It's fine. She, until she saw that my hands and feet turned purple, she did not believe I had rainoids phenomenon. Oh my god! Yeah. she was like, "Why are you always wearing, wearing big old hoodies that come down over your arm, over your hands?" And I was like, "Because I turned purple, and it's embarrassing." Yeah, and she didn't believe me ever until she saw until I grabbed her hand one time and it was ice fucking cold, and she was like, "Oh my god, you do have rainoids!" And I was like, "God damn it, woman! Won't you listen to me?" <laughs> Oh, Lord. Now I embrace it. I think it's hilarious, Mm -hmm. but I'm just, you know, I'm undead. So it's (laughs) fine. Um, (laughs) My mom didn't listen to me about my vagina, and she didn't listen to me about my eyes. And both of those caused problems Mm -hmm. because she did not listen. So please, for the love of God, listen to your children. I mean, it's always worth just taking them to the doctor, get it checked Mm -hmm. out, and if it turns out they're fake, and the doctor will tell you. Mm -hmm. It's just the way it goes. There's no harm in it. Okay. And then you have a talk about lying later, if they're mm-hmm. lying. <laughs> All right, so this leads into the next one. Women, heterosexual women, don't know how to ask for orgasms. Yeah, because we're shamed about wanting sex. Yes, shamed about wanting sex. We just want men to think we're good at it, and we just want to feel wanted is yes. the thing. So we're not, we're just, I don't know, like, even when it comes to, like, taking a bath or giving yourself a, fa- like, sitting in the tub with a ba- glass of wine and, I mean, I don't mean, like, bathing. Yeah. But, like, stopping and taking time for yourself. Like, we're just bad at it. Yeah. We just don't do it. That's why, like, the whole self-care movement has come up. Like, make sure you take time for yourself and make sure you talk to your partner. Yeah. And and prioritize your own pleasure because it, it's, a, usually they want to please you too unless you're in an abusive relationship. Like, they, they just want to know that they're, pleasing you and that you you want to be with them as well yeah so and they really just like they they want to have that connection with you and i'll give you another piece of advice don't fake an orgasm with your husband (laughs) yeah don't do that because that will not reinforce good behavior (laughs) (laughs) that will say oh i'll just do the exact same thing i was doing before or oh i can get away with not doing this thing and then it's like oh I faked it the other night because I just wanted it to be over and I was tired. Uh, now I'm actually horny. Could you, like, not? Could you, <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 And then that sucks for both of you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then they feel bad later when they find out and whatever. Okay. That's not speaking from experience. I'm just saying 
invest in your future um (laughs) so uh that's a dick you've got to fuck forever so (laughs) invest in it invest in it um (laughs) and train it well so here's a fun one so Nicki minaj sparked a wave of orgasm gap headlines i love her back in 2015 when she explained in an interview with cosmo that she demands orgasms from her sexual partners Mm mm-hmm not only that, she teaches female friends how to demand and receive orgasms from their hetero male partners. <laughs> Quote, I demand that climax. I think women should demand that. I have a friend who's never had an orgasm in her life. In her life! Oh my god. That hurts my heart. It's good yeah. to me. We always have an orga- we always have orgasm interventions where we like show her <laughs> how to do stuff. <laughs> we'll straddle each other saying you got to get him like you've got to get him like that and do it like this. She says she's a pleaser. I'm a pleaser, but it's 50-50. Yeah. Exactly. It's give and take. Mhm. It's the first time I've ever respected Nicki Minaj. Oh my god, I love her so much. I don't like the whole thing, the whole beef that she had with Cardi B, but like I think that as a female rapper, she she came out of nowhere and well, like Well, that's true. Hit- she has blown the fuck up. Yeah. Like, I'll give her that. I just don't I don't listen to any of her shit cuz I don't listen to the radio and uh-huh. so like I, I do. Just, it's all very sex positive and like well, that's awesome. Female powered and like it's she, just not my style, which is fine. I just yeah. don't I, because I'm not into her music. I haven't looked mm-hmm. up any of her shit. You yeah. know what I mean? So she actually just retired from music, and I'm really sad about oh, it. Sucks. It was a horrible day for music, and I was like, please come back. But I mean, it's I fine. Why. I wonder if she's doing like activism or something like that. She's um wanting to spend more time with her kid. Which is understandable. I respect that. Yeah. And like Cardi B, like we've got Cardi B now and she's really awesome. And like she, she also has a kid. Um, She, she actually started out as a stripper. And like she talks about that in her music Mm -hmm. too, which is really cool. And like she talks about her kid and like she's, I really like her too. Cool. I really respect female rappers. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. So here we go you ready to figure out how to solve it let's talk about how to solve it because i think it's uh time for that i have ways to solve it too yay okay so how should we close the orgasm gap while we can be certain that there is an or that there is an orgasm gap and we can definitely speculate on the reasons the idea that the that orgasm should be sole the sole criteria by which we measure sexual satisfaction is controversial to say the least dr petra boyne boynton Boy, boy, yep, Boynton. I Boynton. Think. Sure. Nailed it. Yep. <laughs> boink rhymes with boink, 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 boink. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it says Dr. Petra Boynton, agony aunt for the telegraph, explain. I don't know what any of those words mean, um, but she explains. She's that. that. Uh, yep, that thing. Uh, <laughs> quote. One of the things that causes the most damage to our sexual lives is the idea that there are or is the idea there are guaranteed sexual techniques available that universally work for all of us. What no. isn't going to help you is assuming that there is a one-size-fits-all classic technique out there that, if your husband learns it, will ensure you always orgasm. Not true. There is one way that works for you, mm-hmm. and you have to teach him how to do that. Yeah. You, there might be one or two or three. I mean, there might be multiple ways, but you know, there. And you learn things about you yourself. Learn things. You just have to have fun with it because exactly. sex is fun, and just do it. 
and just go for it. <laughs> yeah. Try things. If you're asexual, though, you are totally valid. And you are welcome here at this podcast. True. We're talking about what orgasms, but, though. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... That, in a nutshell, is one of the issues surrounding the orgasm gap. Most people can agree that orgasms are a good thing to have, and we can also agree that providing pleasure to our sexual partners is an important goal. Focusing entirely on whether or not someone orgasms can lead to other problems, though. Yeah. Perhaps someone is so keen to have an orgasm that they put themselves under pressure, making it less, not more, likely to happen. Yep. Like, your friend's going to be here in 45 minutes. (laughs) Let's pack it in. (laughs) (laughs) i'm concentrating i'm not looking at you right which can be hot but if you're also stressed about having to get out the door or pack or do other things it's 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 not gonna happen you know sometimes you're too tired it just you know it is what it is and you know ladies if i'm speaking specifically to heterosexual slash bisexual women who are sleeping women who are sleeping with men Mm -hmm. if he doesn't get off it's okay. If he can't get there, it's not your fault. Yeah. Sometimes it happens for them too, you know? And we have to allow that to happen because the human body is mysterious and we can't get all upset and blame ourselves. Yeah. And be willing to laugh a little yeah. during sex. Yes. Oh, it's so fun. I get giggly. Me too. <laughs> and he's like, what? Did it tickle? I'm like... No, this yes, is just kind of, hilarious. But, <laughs> kind of, but I'm giggling too. It's funny. <laughs> um, okay. Fuck, I lost my place. Oh, it may be that orgasms are easier f- are easy for someone if they're alone or using sex toys, but they don't want their partner to feel inadequate, so they simply never raise the subject. Bring that vibrator into your bedroom, guys. It will change your life, <laughs> especially if you've got to cram it in. So, um, <laughs> use it together. It's really fun. Um, when it comes to the orgasm gap, there's definitely more work to be done, not just in raising awareness of the fact that it exists, but exploring some of the reasons why it's so hard for women to ask for and receive orgasms during sexual relationships. Perhaps, too, it's a good opportunity to talk about pleasure, giving people the tools they need to explore their own sexual pleasure and the confidence to communicate that with their partners. I mean, if you can only get off by being fucked from behind and getting slapped in the back of the head, fucking do it. Teach yeah. your partner how to do that. I like a spanking. Be into it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that without asking. Yeah. <laughs> do not do that. Consent is key. <laughs> talk to each other. You know, That's pull tough. my hair, slap my ass. <laughs> Though some of us don't like, uh, I'm going to say this. A lot of us powerful women, powerful, independent women don't like to be in charge yeah. in the bedroom. We want <laughs> you to do it by yourself and be dominant and confident while doing it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the boss anymore. <laughs> you be the boss. Yep. You know what I mean? And that's where communication is key. I don't like to always initiate. I want to feel wanted. Mm-hmm. And I want you to tell me what to do because yeah. that's hot to me. Yeah. Because every other time I'm telling you what to do. Hey, could you please take out the trash? Hey, could you please do this? Whatever. Like, you know, I just, I don't want to be bossy in the bedroom. Yeah. So there's that. <laughs> so that's there's also that. another <laughs> obstacle to it. And that's where it's, again, we have to kind of swallow our pride and say, hey, Remember what you used to do when we were dating? Remember what you used to do when you were trying to hook me? 
How about you keep doing that? That same thing. <laughs> that right there. It works. <laughs> it works really well because you got me. Now let's keep doing it. <laughs> it's Aww. also important. I'm going to say this real fast too. It's also important to not put pressure on yourself and to not get scared you know, because things slow down after a while, and that's yeah. okay. And things get lazy after a while, and that's okay. But it's also important to make sure you talk about it with each other and be like, hey, listen, like, we've been kind of lazy late- lately. You think I could have an orgasm sometimes? <laughs> you think that can happen sometimes? I mean, you think maybe <laughs> sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying all the time, because maybe I don't want to do have an orgasm all the time, but because you know when you're trying to procreate, <laughs> sometimes yeah. it's like ah, oh, just just fucking come inside me and let's go to sleep. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> just just let's put it, it in, in there. there. Get it in there. I'm gonna stick my he- legs over my head and we're gonna go to bed. <laughs> I'm done. But. You know? Yeah. We that that must be established at the top. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh. it's definitely I've I've learned a lot of communication in the last year and I'm excited that we kind of got to talk about it cuz and it's also important that if it is your first time not to put or you know, I mean, some people still do save themselves, you know, and yeah, because not everyone's journey is is the same, and maybe you didn't intend on saving yourself, but that's the way it's happened, you know. It just mm-hmm. it it's the way it is. And a and lot of us put a lot of pressure on that first time, or they yeah. put they think that if it's not super awesome the first time, that it won't grow to be so. And sexual chemistry does not happen right away. Yeah, no. The first time Josh and I tried to sleep together, I was so drunk that my vagina was super dry. Ugh. and he couldn't hardly get it in and so we just gave up and went to sleep and then like i had plans the next morning with my friend so i had to and i was super hungover so like i ha- and kind of panicking because anxiety is real and so <laughs> um i got up the next morning at like 6 30 and like kissed him on the on the head and left and he was like oh my god she thinks i'm awful and like <laughs> and i was like no i legit had plans i had to go eat saltines because i had to not be hung over so i could go hang out with my friend Aww. and yeah so you know it doesn't always happen yeah right away it is you know it is what it is not to say that i haven't judged someone on the first time but that was later yeah <laughs> that was a diff- whole different situation. So, you know, make sure you look at the whole situation. Talk to the person. Yeah. Communicate and figure things out together. That's important. Yeah. Were you going to say something else? I'm sorry. I feel like I interrupted you. I think I was, and then I forgot it. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I had to... Oh, um, I was. I was going to say something I remembered. Um, But, like, even if you had intended on saving yourself for marriage and that just didn't happen... That's okay, too. Yes. Like, don't beat yourself up for that because, I mean, if someone's going to judge you for that, not that's worth probably it. not the right person yeah. for you. Also, you know, we put too much value on women's virginity. And, and we're going to talk about that in yeah, our next we, we set have of a whole other Yeah, we have a whole other episode planned for this. <gasps> we just have to... St- we. Uh, there's such a double standard there. Like, don't also don't stay with someone just because you've slept with them and you don't want to make your number longer, l- your number bigger. Like, you, yeah, we have to be able to separate that. Like, it's fucking 2019. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Things change over 2000 years. Yeah, they do. 
Lots of things. Lots of things. Things change over five years. Are you yeah. kidding me? Mm-hmm. I've been married five years. It feels like lifetimes <laughs> have happened. Like, yeah. <laughs> so it much does. growth and so much has happened. Like, it just, oh, it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. All right. You're going to take a break? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> I need more wine. <laughs> okay, me too. Because I ran out. Again, like, inspiration came to me on my way out here. Yay! And I'm so excited about this segment. It's different than anything I've ever Let's done. Let's talk about sex, baby. So, Let's yes. talk about you, you and, and me. me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex. Yes! Good job! <laughs> Let's talk about sex. <laughs> Baby, all through the night, I'll make love to you like you want me to. Sorry. It's okay. So I was kind of hoping you were going to bring up porn, but you didn't, and that's okay. Because I don't care for it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I'm going no to... No shame on anyone, but I would rather watch Game of Thrones or True Blood. Yeah. Which is why I'm talking about it. I've also experienced a one night stand with a man who thought porn was reality. Was reality and an instruction manual. And I can guarantee you it is not. No. At all. Which is, <laughs> which is why I'm talking about it. Yay! <laughs> so, um, as you guys know, we are a very sex positive podcast. Oh, absolutely. Yes. And I You do you. Not a witch, but you do you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, wine and cream. It's okay. Had to. Um, That's I, so funny. I couldn't not. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. I actually took inspiration for wine and crime today. Yay! I'm going to talk about that here in a second. Ah! Amanda uh, would be so proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. We have to tag her in this episode. Yeah. And I, I took inspiration from Lucy. <gasps> I love Lucy. Me Lucy's too. my soulmate. Um, so we <laughs> absolutely my soulmate. <laughs> so she has a whole hutch full of bones in her yes. house. <laughs> I know. I was listening I was to like, the- Oh my god, we're the same people. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> if you all haven't listened to Wine and Crime, check them out. They did an episode this week with Shane and Ryan from BuzzFeed on Souls. It was beautiful. Yes. Oh my god, it was amazing. When you're listening to this, it'll be the week after, but yeah. you know what I'm, you know what we're saying. Yeah. Yep. This week we listen to it, and yeah. we're recording. Yeah. <laughs> so I two days after it aired. <laughs> yeah. Um, I personally believe that there should be more porn aimed at pleasure for women. I agree. It's called Outlander. <laughs> yes. And Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> So, my subscription is called Amazon and <laughs> HBO. <laughs> That's my Pornhub subscription. Nice. And I don't give a shit. It's also called Amazon Prime. Yes. Because Downton. Okay. <laughs> I need a good story and characters I can root for. <laughs> yes. Yes. Sorry. It's fine. <laughs> so I can't just be dropped into the middle of something and be expected to be to root for these people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, me neither. So before I get too into, I'm like package. No. <laughs> yeah. 
come for me baby what <laughs> yeah no. what did you just say excuse you <laughs> i'll come when i'm damn ready yeah sorry <laughs> <laughs> so before i get too into the inspiration that i drew from wine and crime I, I do have a little bit of a story for you. Yay! So I'm going to talk a little bit about sex positive feminism. Yeah. And what that means. I'm so happy. Going to give you guys a definition. Definitions! Yeah. You don't do definitions. I'm going to do a definition. Oh my God, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Yay. Um, so sex positive feminism, this is all right now taken from Wikipedia. <gasps> Our How favorite dare place. you. <laughs> <laughs> we've donated it's fine yeah it's fine um did you I'll, donate I, i'm going to <laughs> like this week i did um <laughs> i also have <laughs> less than 50 dollars in my bank it's account. totally fine so it's what totally fine i have a dual income okay cool whatever <laughs> i buy everything no i'm just kidding that's not <laughs> true at all <laughs> not true <laughs> All right, so sex positive feminism, also known as pro sex feminism, sex radical feminism, or sexually. But you know what? It shouldn't be. Because women should be more important. Women should be important. Exactly. That's what we're talking about today. I'm happy. Yeah. So, or sexually liberal feminism is a movement that began in the early 1980s centering on the idea that sexual freedom is an essential component of women's freedom. Really? I would have thought it was in the 60s. Yeah. It's in the free love time. It's actually in the 1980s. That's a little bit sad. Yeah. It is. That the 60s was about dudes. Yes, it was. And acid. And I'm sad. Sure was. So sad. And now we're in the time of extreme murder and, <laughs> and sexual repression and craziness. Yes. So. And chaos and Satanism. and Exactly. <laughs> and also not. <laughs> and also just like people trying to be themselves. Yeah. Like just leave people alone, Let's please. Just like... <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you want to be an astrosexual person? You fucking go for it if you feel like your sexuality is tied to angelic beings. <laughs> Whatever the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's what that even means. I'm just drunk <laughs> and weird. <laughs> we're drunk. It's fine. If we're, we had two glasses of wine during yeah. our, uh, during during our, our break. Yeah. And poetry reading. So we're in a, we're in a place. Yeah. We're... <laughs> We are in a place. We are in a place that is here, and you're here with us. Yes. <laughs> and my wine feels good on my hand. Mm -hmm. um, it's delicious. Yeah. Delicious. <laughs> I haven't really talked about this yet, but um, <laughs> uh, sometimes okay. I operate at only peak dumbass, <gasps> and I <laughs> put a steamer to my hand. That's true. This the weekend, yeah, I said, "Hey, kind of test it on your hand," thinking, "Oh, she's used a steamer before." No, she'll know what I mean. And, and she put <laughs> the thing directly on her hand, and I said, "Oh, fuck, <laughs> you're <laughs> fucked." And she was like, "No, it's fine." And I was like, "No, you're wrong." And I held it there for a minute because I didn't realize how hot minute, it was. But it was a couple seconds. Yep. And you can't do that. Nope. 
So And I said, go put it under cold water. And you were like, it hurts. And I was like, yeah, you have to hold it there <laughs> until it stops hurting. And you didn't do that. Because I had steam burns. I was was panicked. (laughs) And everyone was looking at me. And that's the worst. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) Everyone was looking. I've cooked a lot. I have had steam burns. You have to put it under cold water. Yeah. It was. Until until everything stops hurting. You have to hold it underwater. (laughs) It was great times. It was my entire palm. Yep. It pulls the burn out. Yep. We had a unit on it in third grade. <laughs> I don't think they do that anymore. They don't. Nope. We had a whole burn unit. <laughs> I didn't have that until I was in high school and it wasn't a very long one. Um, <laughs> I don't even think we had a test on it, but I remember it because I was like, oh, this is practical. <laughs> even in third grade. <laughs> Um, and it comes back to me when I burn myself. I'm like, cold water. <laughs> if it changes color, you have to go to the doctor. <laughs> if it turns brown or black, you must go to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If it's white, you're good. <laughs> I texted my mother that morning and I was like, just FYI, I'm not leaving this wedding right now. But you might have to take me to the ER later. <laughs> And then I said, they're just going to give you burn our ointment. Yeah. And we, we got aloe on it and it's fine. to go to the CVS and get <laughs> yourself some burn ointment and some gauze and save yourself the bill. <laughs> yeah. Because they're not going to do shit for you. Yeah. I, I, was, I was doing just in case. Just, yeah, worst no, case scenario. Good. I was like, please don't go to the gym. Yeah. Not until I get home. Mm-hmm. Like, Don't disappear. <laughs> like, just Because understand, I might need you. Yeah, understand that you might have to drive me somewhere. Um, but anyway, back to this. <laughs> um, so, peak, yeah. peak dumbassery. That's peak, my favorite. Peak dumbassery. <laughs> I texted my friend. And I was like, why do I always operate I at like, peak hey, dumbass? why would you touch it? As a 30-year-old person who's seven years older than you and thought that you would know, Even why would I'm... I think that? <laughs> Whatever. I've never used a steamer before. I, like, I thought it was going to be No, fine. don't touch the steam. Hold it out here. Make sure it's not spitting. Oh, my God. Why would I think you would know that? It's my fault just as much as yours. <laughs> It's fine. I held it there. I was like, God, I'm doing my own makeup. Like, hey, go go test this real fast. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then there was a child crawling around me. And there was chaos. Yeah, it was great. It was a beautiful wedding. We love you. We're not complaining about the wedding. Oh, no. It was a lot. There was a lot going on. (laughs) Yeah, there was a lot. Um, (laughs) So Peter would attest to that, I think. So, uh, some became involved in the sex-positive feminist movement in response to efforts by anti-pornography feminists. You know what? How dare they? Yeah. How Those dare. sluts. <laughs> how dare they? <laughs> <laughs> I'm clearly kidding. Oh, my yeah. God. You do you. <laughs> um, to efforts by anti-pornography feminists to put 
pornography at the center of a feminist explanation of women's oppression. Yes! This period of intense debate and acrimony between sex-positive and anti-pornography feminists during the early 1980s is often referred to as the feminist sex wars. Ooh! Which is what I'm talking about today. Oh my god, I'm so excited! Tell me everything. Tell me everything. I love it. Yes. It sounds like me. Yeah. But I just didn't know. You're going to love it. You are going to love it. Yay! Um, so... I've just got a little bit more from this article, and then I'm going to switch gears a little bit, and then we're going to switch gears into something real funny, and I think we're all going to enjoy it. I'm going to end with the BuzzFeed article that's just perfect. Ah! You all are going to love this. I'm so excited. Lay it on me, sister. (laughs) So other feminists identifying as sex positive became involved in the debate, not in opposition to other feminists, but in direct response to what they saw as patriarchal control of sexuality. Ah! (laughs) Some radical feminists reject the dichotomy of sex positive and sex negative dichotomy. Yeah, Yeah. I'm drunk. I can't see. I'm just Uh, (laughs) correcting you. (laughs) Thanks. Um... Reject it of sex positive and sex negative feminism, suggesting that instead the real divide is between liberal femi- feminism and radical feminism. If you want explanations, we'll do yes! that later. Um, That's what the divide is. Yes, yes, it is. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> so I. Sorry, I'm screaming. Oh, it's okay. I'm so excited. I'm gonna start this off. I shouldn't apologize. No, don't apologize. <laughs> I'm going to start this off by saying this might not represent a worldwide view of this subject, but this is what we're going with today. And it's important to understand all points of views. Yes. If you have anything to add to this, please email us. Yes. Email us. DM us. Anything. Comment. Tell us things. You're still not talking to us. Yeah. I don't appreciate it. (laughs) Please talk to us. Talk to us. Tell us things. Tell us who you are. Yeah. We, we want to know you. Yeah, we want to know who's listening. All 23 of you. And when we're we're real time right now, so please talk to us. Let's get to the feminist sex yeah, wars, though. let's continue back. Yeah. So... Because I'm going to hate myself, because it's now three hours. <laughs> it's fine. Um, uh, so damn the- it. The feminist sex wars, also known as the lesbian sex wars, or simply the sex wars or porn wars, are terms used to refer to collective debates amongst feminists regarding a number of issues broadly relating to sexuality and sexual activity. Differences of opinion on matters of sexuality deeply polarize the feminist movement, particularly leading feminist thinkers in the late 1970s and early 1980s and continue to influence debate amongst feminists to this day. Wow. Yeah, we are in the third wave of feminism. This started and ended, or this started in and ended the second wave of feminism. Ooh. Um, the sides were characterized by anti-porn feminist and sex-positive feminist groups with disagreements regarding sexuality, including pornography, erotica, prostitution, lesbian sexual practices, the role of transgender women in the lesbian community, sadomasochism, which we have talked about, mm-hmm. and other sexual issues. The feminist movement was deeply divided as a result of these debates, and many historians view the feminist sex wars as having been the end of the second wave feminist era, uh, which began in 1963, as Mm -hmm. well as the herald of the third wave, which began in the early 1990s, like I just said. Um, I took a class on gender and feminism in my first two years of college, and I loved it so much. Um, 
So I'm going to discuss the two opposing views. Um, so we've got anti-pornography feminists and sex-positive feminists. So we're going to start with the anti-porn feminists. Um, so in 1976, Andrea uh, Dworkin... It looks like a German last name. Mm -hmm. uh, organized demonstrations against the film Snuff in New York, but attempts to start an organization to continue the feminist anti-pornography campaign failed. Efforts were more successful in Los Angeles, where one... Anti-pornography is not the answer. Yeah, I know. Exactly. That's why I'm bringing it up. Yeah. Um, you're, you're gonna love the rest of my segment. So excited. Um... Efforts were more successful in Los Angeles, where Women Against Violence Against Women was founded in response to snuff in 1976. They campaigned huh. against... <laughs> yeah. They campaigned against the Rolling Stones' 1976 album, Black and Blue. The U.S. anti-pornography movement gained ground with the founding of Women Against Violence in Pornography and Media in 1977 and san francisco following a 1976 conference on violence against women held by local women's centers early members included susan griffin kathleen berry and laura ladera ladera mm -hmm. yep yeah so they organized the first national conference on pornography in san fran in 1978 which included the first take back the night march uh, yes which i am in full support of i love take back the night um i haven't been able to actually finish the walk in a little while i'm hoping that you and i can actually go to take back the night yeah. together this year yep um we'll do it it'll be fine yeah um the conference led to anti-pornography feminists organizing in new york in 19 1979 under the banner of women against pornography and to similar organizations and efforts being created across the united states in 1983 paige mellish a one-time member of wavpm and of wap founded women's fighting pornography er, founded sorry i'm drunk mm -hmm. <laughs> founded a feminist fighting pornography to focus on political activism seeking legal changes to limit the porn industry Andrea Dworkin and Catherine McKinnon wanted civil laws restricting pornography and to this end drafted the Anti-Pornography Civil Rights Ordinance, known as the Dworkin-McKinnon Ordinance. So now nice. we're... Yeah. So now we're going to switch to sex-positive feminists. Yay! Um, from 1979... Feminist journalist Ellen Willis was one of the early voices criticizing anti-pornography feminists for what she saw as sexual puritanism, moral mm. authoritarianism, and a threat to free speech. Her 1981 essay, Lust Horizons, is the women's movement pro-sex, is the origin of the term pro-sex feminism. The response to the anti-pornography strand of feminism by the sex-positive feminists was one that promoted sex as an avenue of pleasure for women, seeking anti-pornography positions as aligned to the political right-wing's war on recreational sex and pornography. Early sex groups included Samoas, founded in San Fran in 1978, whose early members included Gail Rubin and Pat Khalifa, mm -hmm. and the Lesbian Sex Mafia. Founded by the Dorothea. Lesbian Sex Mafia. Which is what we should join. <laughs> I want to be a part of the Lesbian Sex Mafia. That sounds amazing. And you get guns and vagina. Right. I'm down. <laughs> uh, I'm down. 
we should talk to Dorothy Allison and Joe. Yeah, we should. Because <laughs> Jesus Christ. That sounds awesome. Right? I want to join that militia. <laughs> right now. Right now. <laughs> right now. And I think my husband would be on board. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, okay, honey, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not at all surprised. You do you. Real drunk. I'm really drunk, too. So continue. Okay. We have two more episodes to record after this they're short huh what i said they're short yeah but let's continue because i'm fucking trash yeah. right now. <laughs> so i was um, trying to instagram it so that i wouldn't be tempted to in- interrupt you that's fair but it's over <laughs> so so the lesbians <laughs> The Lesbian Sex Mafia. Oh, my God. It was founded by Dorothy Allison and Joe Arnone in New York in 1981. The Feminist Anti-Censorship Task Force, FACT, Mm -hmm. was set up in 1984 by Ellen Willis in response to the Dworkin-McKinnon Ordinance. In 1989... I bet it was. It sure was. Sounds super official and important. it, It was. That's why it's called FACT. Yeah, facts are important. <laughs> in 1989, <laughs> Feminists Against Censorship formed in the UK. Its members, including Avedon Carroll and Feminists for Free Expression, yeah. formed in the United States in 1992 with founding members including Veronica Vera and Candida Royale. I mean, all those people are just so important. They are. They're all so important. <laughs> we should all follow them. <laughs> yes. In the internet. So, I I just wanted to give you guys a little taste of the feminist sex wars. Okay. I wanted you all to know that that's a thing that's happening. And that if we want women to, if we want to close the orgasm gap, we have to tell our partners what we want. Yes. And we need more porn because, let's face it, porn is not going away. No. We need more porn that is geared towards women and sexually... Um, inviting for women. Meaning it has a story I'm invested in. Yeah. And characters I'm invested in. Yes. Not just cheesy shit that's named after a novel I'm a fan of. Exactly. And Or, you know, I don't know. (laughs) All that Twilight shit is all geared toward men, and I'm confused by that. Yeah. Because I don't know any dude who likes Twilight. (laughs) you know so just throwing that out there so we need to kind of reinvent porn we need to make it more geared towards women and there are some places that are very highly feminist in their porn and it's it's getting better Mm -hmm. but america is still a little bit behind so today (laughs) I wasn't sure what I wanted to do for this episode. I'm so excited. But I took a page out of Lucy Fitzgerald's uh, Wine and Crimes book. Yay! And decided on a how-to. Yay! <laughs> oh my god, I'm so excited. I'm so excited! <laughs> so I'm la- so happy! <laughs> ah! Oh my god. So ladies so and gents of the Church of Talk Crooked. Yay! Ah! Yes, <laughs> preach! Here is a how-to on how to become a porn star. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That's not even at all. <laughs> okay, 
whatever. I'm here for it. <laughs> and this is what I wiki howled in the local coffee shop. Oh, my and God. And I am probably flat. Yeah, you're for sure banned. <laughs> you're for sure banned for life. Oh, my God. They're like, oh, it's the weird girl who Googled porn. Get the fuck out. At we least I didn't. Puritanical <laughs> society in Western Kentucky. <laughs> At least I didn't Google actual porn and watched porn. That's true. You didn't watch porn in a public place. That's just, super weird. Yeah, I just Googled how to become a porn star in a public place. It's fine. Oh my God. <laughs> this was updated. <laughs> <laughs> the things we do for you guys. <laughs> you all should be happy. Yeah. Um, you, this was, <laughs> You should. Oh, my God. This was updated on October tw- uh, 13th, 2019. Oh, so very shit. recently. Yeah. This is super recent. Then. Yeah. That was two days ago. Three days ago. Three days ago. It was three days ago. Yep. From today. And today's the 16th. Yeah. Six minus three is thirteen. Sixteen minus three is thirteen. Mm-hmm. I can do math. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I bet this is updated because a lot of people or a lot of college students are coming here during midterms. Yes. This has about two million views. Oh fuck! So, <laughs> Ooh, fuck. Um, I can't keep my eyes open. Continue. So again, this is from WikiHow. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the most lucrative entertainment industries in the world, porn production oh, brings in almost $100 billion Not worldwide surprising. each year. Not no. surprising. Mm-mm. The potential for this much money has people interested in finding work, but it is not as easy as you might think. Of course it's fucking not. No, it's not. You have to be able to take a 6-inch, 12-inch, 3-inch wide dick <laughs> and pretend like you like it. Exactly. So. Or take it up the butt. <laughs> and not a lot a lot of us are into that. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> my my friend looked into it and he found out that if you're a dude and you want to do porn, you have to endure th- like 6 months of gay porn first to like show that you're serious. Yeah. And then you can do heterosexual <laughs> porn, but it's like you I Let mean, me get to it, because I'm going to talk about okay, gay porn, cool. too. Yeah, like, you got to show you that you're committed. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you do. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. I mean, like, I'll do gay porn. <laughs> me, too. But that's not taking it off the butt, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's different. <laughs> so. I'm a woman. <laughs> I'll probably come, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> fuck oh my god i'm so cutting that (laughs) oh my god so (laughs) though the life of a porn star is not as glamorous or carefree as it seems no it's not many people have made good money and had fun starting her career in the adult entertainment business that's true a lot of actors had their start there too yeah Um, charlie puth has a gay sex tape um what's his face Sylvester Stallone. Oh, really? The Italian Stallion was the name of his porn. That then carried over into Rocky, mm-hmm. where he played the Italian Stallion, <laughs> a boxer. Mila, Co- Mila, what's her name? Um, Resident Evil. Mila. 
Oh, Mila Djokovic. Yes! She got her start in porn. Really? Love her. I guess that doesn't surprise me, though. Love her. Movies, she's, she would be considered one of the fighting sex toys that we've talked about. Yes. Before. Um, She's also really good, though, yeah. is the thing. She's an incredible actress. Oh, yeah. And brings a lot of depth to the story, to the to the um the action stars that she's played and yeah. the horror stars that she's played cuz fuck that movie the fourth kind it's fucking terrifying it was so good though it was so terrifying and i fucking hate it yeah i hate it <laughs> it's the worst movie i've ever seen it's also really good and you should all watch it and it's so scary yes <laughs> oh my god fuck it <laughs> ah! oh my god ah! so i hate it are you it. ready for method one it. of becoming a porn star? No. <laughs> Number one. I'm sad and scared. <laughs> Number one is understanding the porn industry. Mm-hmm. I bet. <laughs> and, um, oh, I fuck. I don't want to. You have to, like, get your boobs done and get douched all the time. and Get douched, yes. But get your boobs done, no. And get it get your butthole washed out all the time and i don't i, don't I love my new asshole <laughs> <laughs> i went to the fucking salon and i got my asshole bleached <laughs> and i love my new asshole <laughs> i fucking love that movie so much oh my god i'm gonna watch it tomorrow so number tomorrow, one i'm gonna watch it <laughs> So number one of method one. Oh my god. Ask yourself as porn if porn is the right industry for you. It's not. Most uh, likely. <laughs> on the kidding. outset. Just kidding. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. On the outset, porn seems like the perfect career for adventurous, sexually active actors. You get paid to have sex almost every day, and the pay is actually pretty good once you get started. But porn comes with a series of risks as well, and they may outweigh the perceived benefits. Mm -hmm. Things to remember include, one, your image, once filmed, will be online forever, even if you try and switch careers. Yep. Number two, you need to take the time every day to stay in shape, eat well, and keep clean and hygienic. Fuck. Number three, you are not having sex for fun, you are doing it for your job. Expect Which takes the fun out of it. Yes. Expect the intimacy and spontaneity of sex to disappear during a four-hour shoot. Oh, my God. Four hours? Yeah. Uh! <laughs> nope. Fucking kill me. Oh, my God. Four hours? Yeah, four uh, hours. Oh, my God. You will have the worst yeast infection of all time. Not if you keep yourself clean. No. No, dude. Yeast infections and UTIs just happen either if you have frequent sex or if you don't take care of yourself. And either one is a possibility and fucking fuck. <laughs> nope. I would have a yeast infection and a UTI at the same time and no thanks. Because I'm sensitive. Fair. <laughs> I have sensitive skin. It just happens. No. Nope. Fair. Even when I was like just, I mean, no, I've always been monogamous. But like, even when I was just fucking the same dude for four years. Nope. Mm -hmm. still happens it happened the other day because i got weird antibiotics from urgent care it fucking oh, happens fair yep <laughs> that's why I pee every time right after pee after and wipe yourself yep. and it still happens so Lola even if you wipes. do those things it happens yep still happens 
So number four on this China <laughs> Say list. yes when they say, do you get yeast infections from antibiotics? <laughs> Always say yes, just in case, because you just never know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so number four of this tiny list. Uh, maintaining a committed relationship while in porn can be almost impossible as oh, jealously fuck. is only natural, which I then don't you're like, agree You know, with. I've been fucking somebody since all day. I don't want to fuck you when I get home. Yeah, but, you know. What? I, I don't know. What? I, again, I, I've never been in this industry. I don't know. I don't know. You I know, can't. have you ever, like, you know, you're, you know, it's like in the first season of Friends, where she, she's talking to the doctor, and he's also a gynecologist, and he's like, you know, have you ever been in a situation where you're like, if I see one more cup of coffee... I'm going to scream. Yeah. And of course, he's talking about vaginas. And she's like, oh, that's fine. <laughs> we don't have to speak anymore. Yeah. Like, you've been fucking all day. Yeah. You think you want to fuck when you get home? Probably not. Probably not. I don't want to watch movies when I go home. Nope. I don't want to look at t-shirts when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> It's just the way it goes. Yeah. You know? So it's number... Like, oh, you dated a porn star? That's super hot. But it's also like, mm, Nah. I'm, of course, referencing How I Met Your Mother, and the same character dates a stripper later, and he fucking hates it. Because <laughs> he's like, all these men are grinding on my girlfriend. Yeah. Every night. I can't sleep, or I'll think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing happens. It's That's really fair. hard. It's an intimate situation. Yeah. And it's it, it's just difficult. There's a lot of emotion and there's a lot of things happening. Quick anecdote. Yay! <laughs> I um I had to send my Jansport back to the Jansport hands headquarters. Your backpack. Yeah. My backpack. Okay. Cool. So <laughs> I had to I had to send it back to them because you get a lifetime warranty. On any backpack that you buy through them. Noise. Yeah. And, like, it had ripped. It was four years old. I guess it was kind of time. Unfortunately, I loved that pattern. I'm really hoping that they can fix it and get it back to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I had to go, and I had to take it back. And the thing with sending a backpack is that it costs money. Did it really? It, oh, my God. It was... Twenty dollars to send it to Texas. Jesus. And my friend was with me, <laughs> and she saw the look on my face when I had to swipe my card for twenty dollars. Yeah, and and we were walking out at the UPS. <laughs> she looked at me and went, "I saw that look on your face. You were thinking about going down to Tidballs and taking your top off." Yep. <laughs> I'd go to Tidballs and take my top off. Yeah, make that money right back. Plus yep. them. <laughs> yep. Plus a t-shirt. <laughs> yep. Because they'd be like, here, you yep. have that. Mm-hmm. That's yours. <laughs> and we love you. Come back anytime. You're gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Wish we that, had. Because that's how Tidballs rolls. I wish we had a Hooters nearby. I would no. totally work there. <laughs> No, I don't want to work at Hooters. Mm-hmm. I totally work for Tidballs, though. I love that place. It's where I met my husband. <laughs> <laughs> Not met, but continued the relationship. Yeah, for okay. sure. 
So we number- both have multiple tidballs t-shirts. <laughs> so number two on understanding the porn industry. Oh my god, we're only on number two. Yeah. Remember that you must be 18 years old to act in pornography. Of course. Because uh, that's a given. I watched Euphoria and there are things I cannot unsee. Well, let's not talk about it. Because I don't know that I could handle it right now, to be and- perfectly honest with you. Okay. <laughs> Including the uh, micro penis that looked like a toe. Ugh. Yuck. Yep. Can't. I don't want to see it. I'm sorry. I know that there are people with micro penises out there. We don't want to see it. I don't. I don't want to see it against my will. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> HBO is like, it's not real porn. <laughs> I know I was gonna see real porn, and I'm upset. That's fair. <laughs> I'm upset. <laughs> And it's not the kind I would have consented to. Oh, <laughs> I'm really sad. I immediately finished that episode and texted you and was like, you don't want to watch this? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a toe. Oh, God. What? What? It's a toe. What? Yep. I don't want to see it. <laughs> so I, was, I was sad. Fair. <laughs> so, number three. Yep. Ask how much you will be paid. That's important. The average rate for a straight porn star in Brooklyn, New York is $500 to $600 for one video shoot. Fuck me! Gay porn stars, however, make three times that I'll no matter that. the gender. I'll be fine. Yep. I'll do that forever. <laughs> oh my god, I'm a woman. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we're yes. in the wrong industry. We're yes. in the wrong part of the entertainment oh my industry. God. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I wouldn't have to take anything up the ass. Really? Yeah. It would all be non-invasive and beautiful. Yeah. Except not. But also, like, yes. I would totally do that. You know oh what? I, I would be a porn star. I could write under would, a different name. I would be a gay porn star. Yeah. As a woman, I would yeah. be a gay porn star. As a man, I'm not sure. That's a bigger That's a bigger decision. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a bigger decision. Yes. There are, there's buttholes involved, but... <laughs> yeah. The general rule of thumb is that the weirder it is from, quote-unquote, average, the more you will get paid. So a straight guy-girl scene might make $800, while an intense bondage or novelty scene can make $2,000 thousand dollars yeah, more could. just use some handcuffs and you're down yeah <laughs> oh uh, my God. but you're this about this is christ k <laughs> this isn't even it <laughs> who's having an orgasm during porn no one that's why i'm saying we need to make more porn that's geared towards females so that men know how to make females come yeah that's fair because i've been with men who think that porn is an instruction manual and it's not yeah no it's, it's really not, not. It's Anything really you see not. in porn is really not what works. Those women are paid to make it look like it works so that it makes you get off. It does not work in practicality. No. At all. Mm-mm. And we're going to talk about that a little bit. Yay! In the BuzzFeed article. Weirdly, rubbing someone on the shoulder doesn't get them hor- horny. <laughs> so the <Just> average... <laughs> <laughs> the average female porn star averages fifty thousand dollars a year. Oh my god! But can make upwards of 
$350,000. Oh, my God. Again, I am in the wrong Fuck. entertainment business. Yes, me too. <laughs> Shit. Top, I need to move. Yeah. <laughs> However, top male performers can make more than $100,000 each year, but average That's far so less. so much less. Yeah. That's so much less than three hundred. <laughs> yeah. They average far less. Um, so there's a I'm little a little bit there. proud of that. Yeah. Though. Because like in any other part of anything, women make so much less than men. So I'm kind of glad we make more in the sex industry. Me too. So, a little. <laughs> <laughs> so number four. It's a small victory. <laughs> A small victory, but a victory nonetheless. It's a victory. We should celebrate it. A little. With wine. Uh, yep. Yep. So I'm num- not drinking anymore <laughs> for a while. So number four. Mm-hmm. Understand where porn is filmed. Ugh, it's in your living room. <laughs> no. Or behind quite. a donut shop. <laughs> you put a donut on their dick and you like suck their dick so you bite the donut. <laughs> Like, <laughs> just this guy in- there's a comedian that says that and i don't remember who it is there was this guy in one of my classes who wrote a poem about the great american donut shop here in bowling green what about gads he did no he did he someone did. wrote a poem about gads and he made it sexual why? Why would you do that? It's pure and delicious. <laughs> Fuck and, you. And in the poem. <laughs> it's not sexual. There's old men that hang out there. That's rude. He was I'm gro- upset. He was groaning sexually. And in the poem, there was a quote from a worker that said, Sir, please leave. <laughs> That's upsetting. I'm mad. I'm, I am... <laughs> I, I'm offended. <laughs> he violated those cinnamon sugar twists. <laughs> he sure did. Fuck that guy. It was oh so my god. Funny. Gross. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I've always been creeped out the way that place. That's why I never. I ate in. I ate in once, and I have never done it again, because uh-huh. there are weird old men that just hang out there all the time. Yeah. Now I go in, I get my donuts, I pay my 50 cents, and I leave. And I enjoy them in the privacy of my car with my dog. I really want a donut now. Fuck, I do um, too, and I hate you. Because you brought that up, <laughs> and we can't go to J&H. Sorry. I'm so mad at you. Um, I'm so mad. <laughs> Understanding where porn is filmed. But you know what you could do in the morning is what? you could get us a donut. I could. <laughs> I'm just saying. If I get up at a decent time, because I have to be. You know, they in don't class close until 11. four during the week. That's nice. I have a presentation in one of my classes tomorrow, so I have to be in class. Okay. I might be mad at you if you don't bring me a donut tomorrow now. If you can get me up, if you wake me up when you wake up, I will go get us donuts. Raspberry cheesecake? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, number four. I also need to lose 25 pounds. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We have to understand where porn is filmed. So, strictly strictly speaking, it is... the parking lot of a donut shop. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. 
Strictly speaking, it is only legally possible to make or act in porn in Los Angeles and New Hampshire. Or New in, Hampshire? Yeah, or in the parking lot of a donut shop. That's weird. <laughs> that said, most videos are not location specific, making it impossible to determine where it was shot. So producers will often make videos anywhere. Like in their own living room? Yeah. Ugh. There's a porn <laughs> industry. Or you could just watch HBO. I mean, like, I'm just saying. Game of Thrones is super hot. Yep. So is True Blood. Like, let's just... You know? But that's not... It's not real porn, but it's fucking sexier than real porn. Yeah. Because I know that those people are not enjoying themselves. (laughs) I can see it. I'm like, oh, they're dry. (laughs) Their vaginas are dry, and they are faking it. I can see it. I can see it right now. That dick is too big, and it hurts, <laughs> and I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I'm so sorry. That's just where my mind goes. That's what happens. <laughs> Can't help it. There is a porn industry in many major cities, but to have the best chance of breaking in, you need to move to L.A. Some LA major and do it gay. Yep. L.A. and gay, y'all. L.A. and gay. We ne- That's the episode title. Yes! <laughs> L.A. and gay. <laughs> I need to write it down. Oh, my God. Let's move. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's just go. Let's leave everyone. Let's leave everyone behind and go get a weird, grand apartment. A $1,000 apartment. <laughs> and fuck girls. Yes. For a living. Yes. Oh, God. Let's not do that. That sounds super depressing. <laughs> oh, my God. It'd be fine with me. <laughs> no. I'll take my top off right now. Right. But, like, for money? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. She is doing it for money, too. Like, no one's getting off. I'm sorry. It's all fi- <laughs> It's all fucking fake. <laughs> it's Ugh. fine. It sounds awful. I think about how much I hate my job right now, and it's like, oh, my God. I have to go fuck someone. Like, <laughs> ugh. So oh, can't even. <laughs> the San Fernando Valley in Los Angeles, California is the porn capital of the world. Then oh my god, it makes me think of Big Bang Theory. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me think of a Cinderella story because of the San Fernando Valley. She's like, oh, I went to go for an audition today. Turns out it was porn. <laughs> and he's like, did you take the part? <laughs> Fucking Sheldon. Did you take the part? She's like, of course I didn't take it. And he's like, judging from the state of your career, can you afford to be picky? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my God, Sheldon! I fucking love him so much. <laughs> oh my God. So I love uh, him. <laughs> so other Sheldon ma- for life. <laughs> other major hubs include New York City, Orlando, yep. Tampa, and Miami, Florida, San Diego, and San Fran, California, what? and Portland, Oregon. Of course. Of course, Portland, Oregon is in there. Yeah. And number five, realize... I'm sad, I'm sad that Hawaii is not, because I would move to Hawaii tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, part five of Method One, Yay! understanding that it is very difficult to become a porn, quote-unquote, star. Yes. And that while no one should ever force you to do something, having wider preferences and being willing to try more things will lead to more gigs and greater success. That means butt stuff and gay stuff. That's yes. what it means. That means do it all. Yeah. And get spanked. Yes. And whipped. And handcuffed. You don't have to, like, you know, do weird stuff. 
basic weird stuff will mm-hmm. get you there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basic outside the norm will get you well known. We've both seen it happen. Mm-hmm. Having red hair will get you there. <laughs> like, shit. <laughs> Big tits and pink clits. <laughs> like... <laughs> Jurassic Cock 47. Harry Twatter. (laughs) Big asses and black ass, black tits, whatever it is. Oh fuck, I fucked my stepmom. (laughs) Big black asses 57. (laughs) I fucked my (laughs) stepmom. Don't worry, he is my stepdad. Ebony pussies. Oh my god, so many things. Oh, we worked so, in the film industry for a while. So so many things. The lowest rank of the film industry. Yeah, the very lowest. The um, rental video yeah. lowest rank. <laughs> so method two of becoming a porn star. Oh my god. Getting your first audition. Oh my god, I can't. <laughs> Remember that all body types are beautiful and lucrative and porn. That's true. Yes. Number two. There's a granny section of porn. Oh, yes, there and is. And people that- are fucking into it. Yep. If uh, you can imagine it, someone is into it. Number two? I feel like we've done seven twos. Yeah, there's there's method one, the method two, the method three. This is complicated. This is method two. I don't like it. (laughs) I don't like complicated. Let's just love each other. Yeah. Can we just love each other? (laughs) I have a genie with a lamp (laughs) over there. Oh. Number two, take flattering photographs, both nude and clothed. I don't know about it. I don't know about it. If you're going to be in porn. If you're going to be in porn, sure. uh, Which is what we're talking about. I don't take pornographic photos for the person i'm married to i don't either so like i'm not i'm not down with i did for my photos. ex um but so. now i'm like mm, <laughs> the internet is really big now yeah <laughs> yeah that was seven or eight years ago <laughs> like, so much has happened with the internet between now and then like i don't know yeah mm. So, for photographs, you need a full body clothes, scantily. You need a full body nude, and you need a headshot. Ooh, um, I bet you need a headshot. You do. But I'm too. <laughs> That's what she said. Number- Head. <laughs> <laughs> Number three of method two is you need to get a full HIV and STD test. Yep. Um, you have to, like, have weekly colonics and, like... You have to, like, get tested weekly. It's fucking committed. Yeah. You have to get your butt sprayed out all the time Ugh. and your vagina sprayed out all the time and, like... Sorry. That's just too much work. <laughs> too much work. <laughs> that's too much self-care for me. <laughs> well, I mean, I if you're making the big bucks... I don't my butt. Yeah. yeah, no. I mean, if I'm making... 600 grand a year probably but also like i don't want my i don't know i don't know there's a lot of morality there and a lot of like i don't want to be so loose that it's a hot dog in a hallway and also like i mean like more power to you seriously whatever you want to do is fine i'm just talking about my own personal preference i don't i know how burnout i am from my job you know yeah. Like, when I was a teacher, I was like, I don't want to come home and be so spent that I don't want to take care of my own children. Yeah. Which is why I left it. And, like, now it's like, ugh, 
t-shirts <laughs> and now it's you know if i yeah. think about porn it's like oh my god penises and vaginas blah. and <laughs> sex is such an important part of my life like as someone who's whose love language is touch like that just uh i i couldn't imagine it yeah. i couldn't imagine making that mundane you know yeah because I mean? everything you do as a job becomes mundane eventually yeah even something you're passionate about like even movies for me yeah i used to love even movies and now i eventually will become mundane eventually yeah even if it even if it makes us a fuck ton of money it will become that way yeah not that we would let it become awful for you guys but yeah, you know no. what i'm saying like yeah, it just, no. everything becomes mundane eventually yeah whatever you do full-time it just does yeah even if you're passionate about it. Yeah. Which sucks. But, um. It, 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 kind of. Yeah. But also, if you're good at it, fuck uh, it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. I think we're good at it. So, whatever. Yeah. I don't think it'll become <laughs> super mundane. Yeah, it'll no. mundane. It already is mundane. Everything's mundane. But, like, yeah. you know. I'm proud of us, though. We've done really well. We've, we've done awesome. So, yeah. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so method two I think number this would four be amazing to do for the rest of our lives yes so, please god whatever even if it's not the specific niche like even if we did like spooky stuff or beauty stuff or you know anything it anything would be fun. art related i would be so happy yeah art talk <laughs> free speech <Yes>. yay <laughs> so number four as long as we're not in a weird dickensian society i'm good yeah <laughs> <laughs> So number four method two is set personal boundaries about what types of sex you will willingly engage in. So there's fetish, there's BDSM, there's sexual acts, so, of course. Wait a uh-huh. Fetish. Yeah. Wiggling your toes? Uh, fetish, I'll have a little definition. Fetish porn is made to fit a specific, often odd desire. It can feature almost anything from costumes of famous TV shows to a pred- <laughs> predilection for feet. <laughs> wearing a unicorn mask and sitting on cakes yes <laughs> that exactly while wiggling your toes <laughs> you go for it that yes. involves no other person i'd be fine with that yeah i'm not gonna lay i am not identifiable i have one tattoo that's recognizable and you would not get it <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> Uh, and you can I also heard that cover- idea and I was like, that is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> and you can also cover up your tattoos That's with makeup. That's true. Lots of makeup exists. Yeah. Number five is check out modeling forums to look for casting calls. Um, and then method... Oh, number six, petition porn studios with your photos. You know what? Honestly, I would strip. Me too. I, I, w- I would strip before I was a porn star because I would be in so much, like, such good shape. Mm-hmm. I would be in amazing shape and I would feel sexy every night, even though they were they were creeps, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and, cre- and creeps get off on anything. Like, I just, I think, I think stripping is so empowering. Yes. I do not judge anyone who's a stripper, um, male or female, gay, straight, whatever. I, I, I don't judge stripping is so empowering i just feel like porn can be so degrading yeah and it can get so mundane and so awful and you you can disconnect so much Mm -hmm. and that's not to say i'm passing judgment because i'm not 
I know that there are people out there who can make it work and have successful lives and successful love lives and all of that. I, yeah. I believe that. Just as a demisexual, bisexual female, I can't get my head around the fact that sleeping with someone could become mundane. Yeah. That upsets me. And it's also my deepest fear. Yeah. That's fair. You know, as a married person who is terrified of being in a passionless slash loveless relationship, like mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't want that to be. I don't, I don't want my life to be like that. You know, and and it, I'm sure that there are plenty of people that have satisfactory marriages and whatever. <laughs> I came home from a particularly bad night at work one night, and I went into the garage These where my fucking mom was. Motors, Jesus, yeah. sorry. I went into the garage where my mom was and I said, I quit. I'm going to go be a stripper in Louisville every weekend, yep. bring in over $2,000 a weekend and fuck With it. my tits and fuck it. <laughs> and she went, no, you're not. And I <gasps> said, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, you're correct. <laughs> but still, that's where I'm at. <laughs> but still, that's I've how angry there. I am. Yep. I've been there. And then I went in the house. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, <gasps> and she told me, go to your room. And I said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> but I'm angry. <laughs> uh, number seven is bring a friend or chaperone with you to your audition to prevent scams. Oh, my God. Yes. If Jesus. a producer says People that... People are so creepy. Yeah. If a producer says that you cannot bring a guest because it is a closed set, then don't take the audition. Yes. You need to protect That's yourself scam. against scams. And the best way to do this is to have a partner to watch your back. I'll watch your back if you watch mine. Yep. Yep. So, um. I'll go with you. Awesome. You should come with me to my stripper audition. I'm, yeah. <laughs> Number eight, be ready to perform. An audition will be more than just showing up and tapping a few pictures. You need to be ready to get in the sack and be professional and cooperative. If you've booked an audition, you need to know that you'll be on camera for your first gig. Uh, make sure that you look nice, you be on time, have proof of age and a recent STD test. And so just be professional. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Number just be nine. be an adult. Yeah. <laughs> Number nine is make your own videos and post them online as an uh, alternative. Uh, uh, no. No, you can't do it on Tumblr anymore, which sucks. Um, but also, like, make your own videos? And have them online? Mm-hmm. No. I mean, you can do it without your face in it. Uh, uh, <laughs> Method three. Uh, <laughs> I'm having flashbacks to watching Euphoria. Ugh. Again. Method Ugh. three is... They were all in high school. <laughs> oh. Ah! <laughs> ah! Method three three is building a career in porn. So sign with the talent agency. And you're a part of that documentary called Life After Porn. Yeah. And you're just like, ugh, (laughs) on a couch with a cigarette. Yeah. Like... (laughs) So make sure that you you sign with the talent agency for porn stars. Why Um, are we talking about this? I thought we were talking about orgasms. We are. How are we talking... 
I don't. We're know, we're closing the orgasm. orgasms. Oh my god! I just dumped wine everywhere. We're closing the orgasm gap by putting more people in porn that want females to have more orgasms. Okay. That was the connection I made. Okay. So you gotta invent a screen name for your porn persona. Um, you gotta be a professional on set. So um, that's in general. Yeah. For everyone, and I'm covered in wine. <laughs> know that you will have to conform to someone else's standards and do not sign a modeling co- release form until you have been paid um, and diversify oh. your options. Okay. Um, and so the last... The, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the last thing that I have is 22 secrets from porn stars will never oh tell God, you. I'm so sad. Uh, there's an art to faking an orgasm yes i've seen it happen many times and that's why i don't watch porn yeah so um i need to care about the characters (laughs) (laughs) this is by caitlin jinx and she spoke to american porn star miley white who is gorgeous um So, Miley started her porn career at 18 years old after having a fascination with the sex industry from an early age. She's currently based in Australia, where the industry is comparatively small but growing. I love Australia. Me too. So, number one, people rarely... Let's move there. Yeah, let's... Things don't work out with life. Let's just move to Australia. Let's let's do that and become lesbian lovers. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) I could do it worse. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) so number one people rarely believe porn stars when they tell them what they do for a living oh my god oh my god (laughs) number two orgasms are almost always fake and yeah yeah and number three new girls often have to be taught how to fake one why um i know how to fake one and i've never had to fake one uh i'm I don't know, but they say here there's an art to it. Breathe in, open your mouth slightly, and close your eyes. Yeah. That's maybe self-explanatory. They've, yeah, maybe they've been having good sex. We don't Are know. Are people idiots? Uh, <laughs> like- Number four. On most occasions, quote-unquote squirting is also fake. <laughs> I speak from experience. It's not always fake. Um... <laughs> Number five, a lot of porn stars get a second job out of boredom. Oh, my God. Number six, there's a lot of paperwork involved. Number seven, it can get really cold on set. Because, oh, my God. Yeah, because of the noise heaters make, we can't use them, so it's freezing sometimes. Uh, number. When do we get to orgasms? <laughs> We've talked about it a little bit. I don't think we have. <laughs> I tried. There wasn't much. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, I went this route. Number eight, there are plenty of porn stars with degrees. Uh, Number nine, a lot of female stars sell their underwear online. Uh, People do that, yeah. mm -hmm. Number ten, costumes are really expensive. Number eleven, (laughs) some post offices aren't too fond of porn stars. This one person said, I'll go in to the... into the post office with my posters rolled up and some underwear or all these DVDs to send and the person behind the counter just hates dealing with it. Uh, number 12 accidents. Uh, okay. <laughs> number 12 accidents can happen. 
Um, one girl recently had a baby and accidentally lactated all over a guy during filming. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Someone was getting off on that. Yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. god. I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. Number 13. Plenty of porn stars don't watch their own videos. Yeah, I wouldn't. Jesus. Yeah, no. Number 14. Surprisingly enough, fans have great attention to detail. <laughs> this person said, I released a video and one fan noticed a pizza box in the background and politely suggested that I clean it up. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you. I yeah. have pizza. Yeah. Shut your face. <laughs> Watch the OCD porn. I'm yeah. Sure you can find it. God. <laughs> <laughs> Number 15. You suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's fucking rude. That's rude. Number 15, if it's that time of the month, women can still work things to sponges. Yes, they can, because period sex is hot. Yep. Um, and Number 16, which we're going to love, in Australia, most porn production companies are owned by women. Yay! It can be quite a feminist-driven industry, and women generally get paid more. Good. Yeah. Because Num- they're taking it from all angles. But I'm... <laughs> number 17 if a scene involves anal stars will use a douche in that area before filming ah! <laughs> number 18 it's not uncommon to date a co-star oh my god there's so many things yeah number 19 sci tests are a regular thing of course they are you have to be safe yeah number 20 fans do recognize stars in public ah! number 21 ah! that's like phoebe <laughs> yeah that was Phoebe Buffay, <laughs> the porn star. <laughs> All right, I've only got two more. Okay, and then finish. we're done. Jesus, uh, the use of Viagra isn't encouraged. Oh, of course, it's not encouraged, but they tell them to do it. Jesus, no, it. Uh, you can tell when a guy uses Viagra because it makes his face really red, which looks bad on camera, and so the directors don't like it. Uh, number twenty-two. Finally, most porn stars are proud of what they do. Yeah. And that is the end of my segment. That's fair. I, I watch it and I'm like, oh, you're not enjoying yourself anymore. I can tell. Uh-huh. I'm just out of it immediately. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I uh-huh. just, I can't handle it. So I do, I would like it if more of it was geared towards females and yeah. actually developing character and showing me someone who's actually enjoying themselves. Yes. I would be into that. Which is exactly why I'm telling, I guess, everyone. We need to make sure that porn is geared more towards women as well. And we need to make sure we're asking for our own pleasure. Yeah. In general, in the bedroom. So that it's more accepted and more anticipated. Yeah. From our partners. Mm -hmm. Who also want to please us. Yeah, exactly. Let's give men and women credit. All of the people who we might hook up with. Mm-hmm. anyone they want us to experience pleasure yes and vice versa we want them to experience pleasure so we we just have to have that communication and we have to make sure we're all going to the together we've yeah. been recording for four hours yeah let's play a game yeah so i just wanted to give a little how to you want to become a porn star and like i'm covered in wine <laughs> So, I thought that was just a fun way to go with this episode. I hope you enjoyed. Take a deck. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> it, 
is it my turn to go first? Sure. Okay. So, <laughs> if you had to, would you please sponsor us? Okay. Um, this is our game by Drunk Stunder Stupid called If You Had To, Would You? Which is basically, would you rather? Yeah. So, if you had to, would you... Ride a sexually frustrated mini donkey as your one form of <laughs> transportation. Oh my god! <laughs> or demolish an entire house with a tiny three-inch hammer. Demolish an entire house yeah, with me a too. tiny three-inch Sorry, hammer. I'm not fucking a donkey. No. Done. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening. Head over to the Lexington Bucky. Check out her new posts. Yeah, she's amazing. We love her. Star soon, and we're yeah. super excited. And um, we're gonna have a live show soon. Leave us a five star review if you love us, and get it entered into a um, drawing to win a post a free poster. Come um, join our Facebook group. Yes, all the things. Love us. We'll love you back. And remember, you are not a monster. Bye, Bye guys. Thank you for listening to Talk Crooked. Music is by Gisla Niebach. Check out our website, talkcricket.wixsite.com slash podcast for sources and visual aids, as well as resources to get involved. To keep up with our nonsense and stay up to date on all things Cricket, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at Talk Cricket. To keep the shots coming, access ex- exclusive bonus content, get a free poster, and a shout out on air, head on over to our Patreon. All links can be found on our website. You can listen to us basically anywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have interesting stories relating to our content, please send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on the show. For business inquiries or sponsorships, please email us at carryandkbusiness at gmail.com. See you next time.